You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. If you're watching on Peacock, that's our streaming service, you saw an incredible performance by our cameraman. His name is Weeks. That was that was Scorsese-like. That was incredible. And had a move there. He showed the outside, came inside, walked in, panned the room. Brilliant. Take the rest of the day off, Weeks. Yes, Eaton. Very rarely do you use Scorsese as a compliment yes, to do. our cameraman. <laughs> but this time you really meant it. <laughs> we, had a guy, right, we had a guy who would uh, direct our Super Bowl commercials. You know, the promos when we get ready to go to the Super Bowl. And it would take forever. And I kept calling him, all right, Scorsese, let's go. Let's wrap it up here. Come on. Let's he had go. He a scarf, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, welcome to the program. Already in progress, as you can tell. Seton Paulie, Fritzy McLovin. Yours truly. McLovin here until next Thursday. Yeah, I guess that's the last uh, show before Christmas yeah, Eve day. Yeah. People just want to know. They just, they want to, they want to celebrate the moment, adjust their calendars, ignore the moment, <laughs> whatever it might be. Yes. We can just quickly go back to funny directors. Um, do you remember the time we shot that thing for, uh, it was like a, a promo for somebody else and the guy came in and he, he was all tatted up and he actually was able to snap his fingers oh, and yes. somebody would light a cigarette yes. for him. That was real. <laughs> like yeah. that, that was real. You would see that on TV and be like, duh, nobody really does that. This guy really was able to be like, Snap his fingers, and somebody would light up a cigarette for him and give it to him. Like, dude, what? Yes. This guy's real? Yes, Tony. If you had the power to do such a thing, would you do that? <laughs> well, I got to learn how to snap my fingers yeah. better. If, gonna... I, if I just smoke cigarettes, then that would help. <laughs> I could have Tyler run out here and light up a heater for me. Yeah, Paul. This director, it seemed like he was doing an independent movie in like the Alps. He was dressed in like, he had like a fur vest on <laughs> and those like jeans and shoes that look like uh, they're tattered, but they're purposely tattered and they cost $700. It was like a movie about a, a director like that. Yes. I was like, this guy's real. This person really exists. He's not doing a bit right now. Yeah, McLovin. Do you remember when we showed up in that back lot somewhere deep in Brooklyn to shoot the thing where we were in the hot tub for, it was a cold Super Bowl somewhere, and we oh, were yeah, all Minnesota. dressed. Oh, yeah, Minnesota. That was like a real movie set. That was huge. Yes, that was a big production. We don't do those anymore. Yes, Paulie. That same director, he was there, hired by the Dan Patrick Show's you know, ownership and you know, to shoot about the Dan Patrick Show and tell a story about the Dan Patrick Show. About five hours into the show, he and I are talking, and I just gave him an idea or two. And he looks at me, and he has his finger on his lip. He goes, so what's your name, and what do you do here? He had no idea who I was or what I did on the show. He had zero idea who any of us were. Who was the guy who said, oh, I'm going to interview you? Uh, that was the guy from, uh, what was the TV show? Uh, New Orleans Super Bowl week. New Orleans Super Bowl week. They had a TV show about, like, gangsters or you know drug dealers and crooked cops or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it was. Was it Rogue? It might have been Rogue. Yeah, that might have been the guy thought he was a real big deal. That was the guy he had. Uh, he was one of the actors in that, and he had his girlfriend there with him, and she was putting lotion on his calves for him. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at this guy. And then when we did the box score, and uh, we decided it would be funny if instead of us interviewing him, he interviewed us. Yeah. And that's it. He said, so... I'm going to interview you. <laughs> so, Flitzy, tell me what it is like to have Dan pick on you. Oh. So bad. That's exactly what he sounded like. Though. It was so cheesy. Yeah, Paul. 
I, I have the actor's name. I, I don't know if I should give it out now because we're kind of goofing on him. He well, could be he, really successful. I don't know. We know he has an English accent, and he was in the show Rogue. And he was sitting with his feet up on a chair. He was laying back in a chair, and his feet were up on this oh woman's lap, and God. she was putting lotion on his calves for him. <laughs> Is an actor named Joshua Sass or Sassy? Joshua Sass, S-A-S-S-E. I'm going to interview you. you. So, Fritz, tell me, what is it like when Dan is mean to you? This program brought to you by M-Drive, the supplement for driven men that supports healthy testosterone production to boost energy and strength. Visit mdrivedan.com. Free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't let age beat you. Refine your prime with M-Drive. Final day is tomorrow. If you're going to order anything at danpatrick.com for the holidays, I like to say Christmas, uh, you have tomorrow as the cutoff date. Just so we know that we can get it to you in time, you can go to danpatrick.com and see everything that we have to uh, offer. All right. Rams hold off the Cardinals. The uh, Jags owner is sort of silent on Urban Meyer moving forward tonight. Warriors at the Knicks with Steph Curry, a chance to move past Ray Allen. Finally, for the all-time record and made three-pointers. We'll talk a little bit more about that coming up. Play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that forthcoming. Say good morning to our radio affiliates, numbering nearly 400 around the country. Uh, Fox Sports uh, radio lineup, iHeartRadio, and, of course, our streaming partner at Peacock. The Rams' Matthew Stafford might have had the biggest win of his career last night. When you think about it. Now, he hasn't had a lot of big wins, but that one last night... In Arizona, undermanned Rams uh, team, and they won that game 30-23. to 23. He uh, was 20 of 30, 287 yards, three touchdowns, and he looked very good. But, you know, L.A. had lost three of its last four before that win last night. And we're still not sure about Matthew Stafford. I said at the beginning of the year, if I was a betting man and I was taking some long odds, I would bet on Matthew Stafford to be MVP. He's not up there in the MVP race. Kyler Murray probably shouldn't be up there in the MVP race. But, you know, the NFL is week to week. That's why when you hear, who's the MVP in September? And I go, you're just trolling your audience. I mean, nobody is designated. It's like you're the Heisman Trophy frontrunner in September. How many of those guys go on to win the Heisman? How many guys who are the MVP in the first four weeks of the season go on to win the MVP? I get it. It's programming. It's content. But, you know, we, we build up somebody uh, or we tear down somebody early. And then, hey, you didn't live up to the label I gave you. Uh, you know, hey, you got to, you know, rise up above this. Hey, you're, you're, you're you know, better than what we thought. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't know how to assess that when it comes to MVP of when can you go, now we can legitimately look at this. And, I, and I'm really careful in bringing this up. I bring it up occasionally. Like I said you know, last week, Tom Brady might be the leading candidate for the MVP because there's nobody else who's consistent enough. And I didn't think Brady was great in that game this weekend. But if you look at his numbers, oh, and he threw a touchdown pass in overtime. I didn't think he looked good in the second half. Bruce Arians, his coach, is going to join us in an hour from now. But Brady's probably going to be your MVP. You know, Aaron Rodgers, can he be the MVP after what happened with his team and he missed the Kansas City game? That's going to be held against him. Who else is your MVP candidate? 
Remember Dak Prescott a couple of weeks ago? Well, Dak Prescott didn't play well against Washington. Kyler Murray didn't play well last night. One of their bigger wins, Colt McCoy was the quarterback against San Francisco. Josh Allen, he's not an MVP candidate, is he? Well, he was the favorite coming in. Lamar Jackson. Like, who is up there for the MVP? Now with a month to go, I think it's fair to kind of assess or survey the field. And it's Tom Brady. But that's probably because there's no other competition there. You know, the Rams got a big win last night. But there's a good chance that these two teams could meet again. And everybody is vying for home field advantage, that number one seed. And that was one of those games Arizona should should have won. Like, you're hosting, you want to play with the big boys. And the Rams and the, and the Cowboys are very similar to me. I look at them and I sort of see there's great potential. you got a lot of names in there. There's star power. But can you be consistent? Four quarters, can you be consistent week in and week out? I have a little bit more confidence in Dallas because of the consistency part of this, but the Rams do have that star power. Aaron Donald was wonderful last night. They didn't have Jalen Ramsey. You know, if Von Miller gets his legs underneath him the final four weeks of the season, Cooper Cup has been incredible. You know, record-setting. But he's been injury-prone. Stafford, in a big moment, is he the guy where you go, game's on the line. Can you lead us down and score a touchdown? And I don't know. Dak Prescott with the Cowboys. You got two really good defensive players. You got a lot of offensive weapons. But can you trust them in a big moment that they're going to, you know, play big? That's why you still, by default, you're relying on Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady in the NFC. Because they've done this before. And that's why in the AFC, it's Patrick Mahomes. It comes back to, can you do it when you need to do it? And these other players, these other quarterbacks, these other teams haven't been consistent enough. Now, do we have somebody who emerges? Does somebody surprise us? Yeah, maybe. But when the game's on the line and you say, I can have Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, or Patrick Mahomes or anybody else, I would take Russell Wilson, but his team is not going to be in the playoff picture. But that's it right now. That's it. Short list. Chris Collinsworth will join us on loan from Sunday Night Football, get his thoughts on what happened last night, and have him handicap what he thinks is going to happen the final month of the season. And Seton will do his Al Michaels impersonation. And there he goes. To Chris Collinsworth. And uh, that's it. That's that's Al, that's his Al Michaels impersonation. It's a very specific scenario. Yes, it is. Uh, but Kevin Harlan is going, and and here he goes. But that doesn't make sense. And does here it? he goes. <laughs> yeah, because he if he's here and then he goes, then he's not here very long. But there he goes. That we're kind of following you along. There's another uh, I'm hearing lately too. Uh, and down he goes when somebody gets sacked. Oh, and down he goes. Okay. Uh, Bryce Young, the Alabama quarterback, Heisman Trophy winner, will join us coming up. And as I mentioned, Bruce Arians, the Tampa Bay head coach in an hour from now. McLevin poll question today is... If you had to bet on one to reach the Super Bowl, Rams or Cardinals, who do you got? I'm going to go Rams. I, I, I just don't... I can't count on Kyler Murray. 
Not yet. And I'm... I would say the Rams. I, I think that they just they have that star power and, and those are I got a defensive lineman and I got a defensive back. And and they can make an impact and change a game. Jalen and Aaron. You know, if the Rams had a little bit more of a running game, then I would go definitely the Rams. You know, they got good weapons. And uh, you know, Odell Beckham, you know, is certainly a compliment to Cooper Cup. But they were undermanned last night. And that was a big win. You know, uh, the Packers going out and beating Arizona. Like, those are, that's where you prove that you can play with these guys. And Arizona has failed twice. You know, you failed against Green Bay at home and you lost against the Rams. So I can look at that, you know, win total and go, okay, it's nice. But, you know, are you, are you standing out above anybody else? And, even though that's the toughest division, the NFC West, you know, I still want to see them do it when they have to do it. And last night, they failed. Yeah, McClub. Which coach do you feel more comfortable with, Sean McVay or Cliff Kingsbury? Well, I would say Sean because he's been to a Super Bowl. You know, Cliff Kingsbury, and Bill Belichick said Cliff should be the coach of the year. And, you know, it's fine. Bill doesn't care about being coach of the year. Cliff Kingsbury, I think, said they should name the award the Bill Belichick Award. And then, you know, if they want to give it to him, then you know, that'd be fun. You could kind of accomplish two things there. Yes, Paulie. Did you hear Belichick yesterday? They were his weekly press conference. I don't know, somehow hard knocks came up. Oh, I haven't. Oh, you do? Here's the question to Bill. Is, is, that, is that something for, for you when if somewhere down the line, if they were to ask you to do it, you'd be pretty cognizant of somebody else doing that because of that? Yeah, well, there's a lot of reasons why I wouldn't be excited about it. Thanks. Sure. <laughs> yes, Todd. I feel like Belichick wanted to be a lot meaner than he would normally be with someone else, but because he saw the anxiety and nervousness <laughs> and trepidation of that question, he gave him a pass and just paused and said, there's a lot of reasons. Yes, so, well. So I guess the question a little earlier was about hard knocks, in theory, why you want to do it. And Belichick actually gave an answer. Like, well, there's a lot of planning that goes on. There's a lot of conversations I wouldn't want out there for our future opponents. And he actually gave a well-thought-out answer. And I don't think he was really engaged in the topic, but then someone went back in for one more question. <laughs> and then is that why... If you thought you were going to not do it, that you might in that respect, play it again. Play it again. Play it again. Is, is that is that something for for you? When if somewhere down the line, if they were to ask you to do it, you'd be pretty cognizant of somebody else doing that because of that. <laughs> it's like if, what? if you're if you watch Succession, it's like Greg from Succession <laughs> asking a question. Is that what? Because then if you were not to say yes, that you meant no in that regard. Yeah, Paul. Every reporter interviewing Belichick sounds like me asking out a girl in high school. So on Friday, I, I've got, uh, I, you're not doing it. If you want to turn me, I I'm mean, not, you can say no. I've definitely got no plans on Friday, but yeah. you probably have plans. I'm just going to go home. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to get my car. If you just didn't like me too much, none neither. <laughs> I was wondering if you wasn't doing anything, maybe you might want to marry me or something. I wish I was that smooth. <laughs> yeah, Rocky was smoother than I was in high school. <laughs> like use use guys use I don't know what use guys doing but if you 
And it feels like there's a lot of double negatives in there when, when you're asking questions sometimes at these press conferences. All right, let me take a break. Uh, of course, we make no mistakes on here. We can point out everybody else's. Chris Collinsworth will join us coming up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Worked out yesterday, prior to, a little level select, CBD, these sports creams and roll-ons, right after I worked out. Throwing some iron around is what we like to say around the gym. Throwing some iron around. But the level select CBD sports creams and roll-ons, it's great because you got those sore muscles post-workout discomfort popping up in new spots all the time. Usually they're popping up in my abs because it's a six-pack there. Level select CBD. It's formulated with doctors. High concentration of CBD allows me to feel it work immediately, and it's made with 0% THC. And you're going to feel it work in about 30 seconds. You apply it to your sore spots. Let that proprietary blend of CBD go to work. LevelSelectCBD.com, promo code DP30. $30 off your entire order today. So $30 off, and you start out by going to LevelSelectCBD.com. Make sure you use the promo code DP30. And that will give you that special $30 off. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. We'll settle on a poll question. Got our play of the day coming up. This program, award nominated, brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. They go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz vans, build equipped, engineered to be ready for anything, go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Sunday night football, it'll be uh, after the Bears and Packers performance. It'll be the Saints and the Buccaneers. That'll be on NBC and Peacock. Mike Tirico on the call instead of Al Michaels. Chris Collinsworth there, and Michelle Tafoya. Uh, kickoff is at 8.20 Eastern. Coverage begins at 7 Eastern with Football Night in America. Chris Collinsworth joins us. Uh, Chris, before we get to the important questions, have you heard Seton O'Connor's impersonation of Al Michaels? It's very specific. It doesn't last long. <laughs> I can't wait. Okay, it started with Lamar Jackson, I think. That's when Seton first picked up on it. So, Seton, you're, uh, you're Al Michaels impersonation. And there he goes. <laughs> That's it. That's it? Hey, that yeah. bravo. <laughs> well, the problem is he did it to Al, and then we think Al is now changing his delivery. We're in his head, and we feel terrible because one of the great announcers of all time and I think he's see, thinking of my guy going, and there he goes. <laughs> so we feel bad. Can, can he do, uh, you know, do, do you do you believe in miracles? Can we hear one of those one time? Oh, uh, no. We're, we're, I don't think we're that talented. I think you got to pay a rights fee for that, though, Chris. But, uh, you probably yeah. do. And I there, even I do. Yeah. And I, there I, I, I'll give him 20 bucks from each of us. It'll be good. Uh, did you use Stickham when you played? Um, a little bit, a little bit. I, I tell you though, I watch these guys catch the ball right now with these gloves. Yeah. I, I'm dying to try it. I've never put them on. I mean, I, I, I they look like flypaper. It looks like you could stick your hand out and just throw a ball and just have it stick. I, I have you tried them? I've never tried them. Yes, and and there is that tackiness there, but it felt like stick them. You 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 would. You couldn't miss a ball with Stickham, but it was legal there for a while. Was it legal when you were playing for the Bengals? Um, 
Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think it really was, but everybody kind of did it. You know, Lester Hayes was the the ultimate guy with that, but he would take the stuff and like wipe it. So it was like goo all over you. And one time in a game, I cut him like the first play of the game. And he told me he was going to poke my eyes out. And I, and I kind of started laughing, not because I was afraid of having my eyes poked out. I just didn't want that stick. On. I'm like, come on, man. You can't put that stick in my eye, but you know, do something else to me here. Wait, he was going to poke you in the, he said, I'm going to poke you in the eye. If you do that again. No, he said, I'm going to poke your eyes. Yeah. Basically if you do it again. So I cut him and he's sort of laying on top of me and, and and he's you know you know how it goes and he kind of says I'm gonna poke your eyes out of you <laughs> do it again and I just started laughing I just I couldn't help myself I was like oh no not that stick them in my eyes no was there a defensive back though that made you nervous um you know there were some really good ones uh, out there uh, Mike Haynes was a, a great player right he was. Um, but I, as far as Mel Blunt, maybe a little bit, because when I was first in the league and I'd come up to the line of scrimmage, and I was pretty quick back in the day. You and I, when we were athletes, we could we got a little quickness to us. Um, but you get across from Mel Blunt, and he's in that jam formation, and he's 6'4", and his arms are like 18 feet long, and it'd take you half an hour to run around him. He was a great player. He really was. And but he never threatened to poke my eyes out though. He just, he was, he just beat me to death <laughs> all the time. Did you see Matt Prater last night? He brought smelling salts onto the field to kick a field goal. Really? Are you, There's... that's performance enhancing, isn't it? Right before the snap, he takes two whiffs of a smelling salt. A, a lot of those guys do that, even on the boundary uh, and when they're out of bounds. I, I, I don't like that stuff. I, and I, I mean, I've even I've seen announcers do it. I don't know what it does. Is it just like wake you up? Does yeah. It just like, yes. Yes. It, it yeah. gives you a jolt. It's a blast. And then you're I, like, oh, whoa. But I, I, I've never seen that before where a kicker comes out and, and takes a couple of blasts and then he uh, kicks the field goal. I think I've probably done it a few times, but I was unconscious. At the time, so I didn't know. I had no idea. Um, this, um, you know, Micah Parsons LT comparison. I, I, I'm hearing a little bit more, Chris, and I don't know. Is it is it fair to make that kind of leap? Um, probably not. Um, LT was, a, you know, he was a hammer. He was a big, strong guy that changed everything in protection. It used to be that they always sent the backs out to get the outside linebacker, and LT changed that. So we started putting Anthony Munoz. So I like, forget that. We're not doing this traditional stuff uh, and put him out there. Uh, Micah Parsons, I would say, is faster and more athletic. And he doesn't even really play pass rusher as much. Like if LT dropped into coverage, you were like, thank God, you know, <laughs> good. I'll take my chances with him back there. Uh, where Micah Parsons really does do a lot in coverage. You know, he was 35 yards down the field and that game the other day almost had one picked off. So I, I, I think they're different guys, but I think, 
is the potential there to have the kind of career that he had? You know, yeah. I mean, he's pretty flashy. If I said uh, you could invest in the Rams or the Cowboys the rest of the year? Something tells me the Cowboys offense is going to wake up. I, I don't know exactly what's going on um, with with those guys. And I think the Cowboys defense is seems to be getting better and a little healthier. And I, I just I think there's a I think there's a tad more upside to the Cowboys. And it's going to be so hard for the Rams to just get out of that division, you know, and get in a de- decent spot. I'm, I'm going to say the Cowboys. Any concerns with Kyler Murray with Arizona being an elite team? Are you all in on Arizona? Not yet. You know, I think I think you got to see him in a few of those moments. I think the primetime game last night was was a uh, was a, a good thing for them. You know, for whatever reason, they're not winning games at home. But uh, I thought, you know, Kyler's a good player. He's going to be able to create and do a lot of different things. And I think their defense is a little better than uh, what they showed last week, giving up some of those those big plays on on the back end. So. Um, I, I, I'm in on them. Am I quite as in on them as I would be the Bucks or the Packers? Not quite, not yet. Your level of concern with Buffalo is what? Um, a little, a little. I mean, that's that's uh, that's pretty extended, and and you know the whole thing now with with the Patriots. Um, I mean, that's demoralizing to have a team go up there and throw the ball three times and come out of there with a win. Not, you know, not that there's anything wrong with the Buffalo Bills. The thing I do like about them, though, is I think that Josh Allen will be able to throw it in any condition. So as it gets worse, that big body, big hand, you know, kind of guy, I, I could still see Josh Allen coming up big in the playoffs. I was talking about the lack of candidates for MVP this year. It just feels like it's Tom Brady, just because nobody else has been that consistent. And with four four games to go, would you have anybody else above Tom Brady? No, but I think Rodgers is right there. I think he could conceivably go on a streak here, uh, you know, as well. So uh, it, it's it just looks more and more like it's going to be those two teams at some point, doesn't it? I mean, it was a championship game a year ago. You got the two hot quarterbacks. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 if I had to pick favorites, obviously those would be the two favorites. But uh, the thing that, that I really like, and I'm just watching the tape of Tampa Bay on, on defense, man, they do a lot of stuff. You, you think back to some of the fire zone blitzes that Pittsburgh used to do with Dick LeBeau and some of those guys – um, they they can hit you with a lot of different things, and they they have no problem at all with taking Vita Vea and Indomic and Sue and dropping them in coverage and sending both slot corners off the edge. They just they've got depth now in the secondary. They got Richard Sherman playing free safety. Some he got an interception uh, the other night. So there, there's a lot there. And when you go back to what happened and how they won the Super Bowl last year, yeah, they had a good day on offense, but they had a great day on defense. And, and so I think as they're starting to get that defensive side rolling, both them and the Kansas City Chiefs at this point, you know, those are, uh, those are two dangerous teams. 
Talking to Chris Collinsworth, uh, NBC Sunday Night Football analyst. It'll be the Buccaneers against the Saints coming up this Sunday night. Mike Tirico will be on the call kickoff at 820. You know, the Saints have Tom Brady's number since he's been in Tampa. He beats everybody, but he doesn't beat the Saints. What does Sean Payton do that nobody else is capable of doing? You know, I think the Saints' defense is a little better, um, and they they turned it over. Tom had a, a fumble, I want to say, and two interceptions in that first game for them. You know, and it was backup quarterbacks. Jameis Winston got hurt in the game, so it was it was an unexpected win for the Saints. So yeah, I, and we see it all the time with these divisional games, right? It's just. Weird stuff happens. They know stuff about each other that nobody else does. And I think Sean Payton may have a little bit on Tom Brady. We did the game in Tampa last year, and they beat him 38-3, to something like that. I mean, it was the worst game we called all year because we just had no idea that, you know, everybody was going, oh, yeah, the box are going to they'll blow them out, and Drew Brees and company just lit them on fire. But when you go into these production meetings – and you request certain people to talk to. I don't know if there are people who say, no, I'm not going to talk to you. But All the time. Oh, they do? <laughs> of course, yeah. Like, like, for instance, who would say, no, I don't want to sit down and talk? I, just in general. I mean, some of these guys, they get asked every single week. And, okay. you know, it's Friday after practice, and they want to get out of there. And if they're second in line or they got something to do yeah we got the only ones who really sort of have to do it i feel like are the coach and quarterback um they don't opt out but sometimes they drive home like tom brady will talk to us in the car on the way home uh you know he sets up his phone and it does you know it's it's everybody's it's tech now and zoom it's just exactly what we're doing here but what are you allowed to ask like how much can you get from brady um, it depends on what kind of mood he's in. You know, sometimes he's literally fantastic. Sometimes, you know, he gets mad at us occasionally and then he's a little less fantastic. But he's a deep, thoughtful, considerate guy. You know, the, the, the same guys that you would think of as being smart are the same ones that are the good interviews, you know, whether you go – uh, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees. You know, you go right down the list, the guys that have been around, and they know what they can tell you and what they don't tell you. But a lot of times it comes down to um, do they think that you know? So if you ask the right question and you prove to them that you've done your homework and that you've studied something specific – You'll see them kind of light up a little bit like, oh, okay, (laughs) Uh, okay, you got that. All right. Yeah, we were talking about that the other day. And a lot of times they'll expound upon that. And that's when it gets really cool. Um, With um, Bill Belichick one time, I I asked him something about some remote defensive end. And and he goes, yeah, you know, whatever. And I said, what? I go, he plays inside and outside, right? He goes, no, 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 you know, <laughs> Bill, no, 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 no. He just play, he just plays outside. And and so we, I go, okay. And so he goes on with the interview and goes three or four questions later, and he looked over at me and he went, he did play once now. <laughs> and I go, yeah. I said, but you know, I wasn't going to force my hand here. And he goes, yeah, yeah. And he goes, what do you want to know? 
And then he let me start asking some questions and he answered legitimately because he knew that I had done enough detail work that he would now respond to some questions. And it's, it's interesting at the give and take because you do see they, they are unafraid to roll your, their eyes at you if they are unimpressed with the question. And we've had, we've had people walk out of the room. I mean, you know, it's that different stuff. You know, the Brady running, he seems a little sensitive. He's like he's playing with it a little bit, but he's calling out Peyton Manning and calling out Tony Romo. Like, who do you think you are by making fun of my running ability or lack thereof? Is that something that will be brought up? when you talk to Brady this week? Oh, hell yes. I'm going to do it on the air so he makes a video about me, too. <laughs> I got to come up with my own shtick here. Oh, man, this, this is the least athletic throwing motion I've ever seen in my – I'll come up with something. I don't know what I'm going to do. But, yeah. yeah, Tom Brady do a video on me. Heck, yeah, man, bring it on. But why is he running? Bruce Arians was mad at him. Like, get your bleep on the ground. Did you watch it? I mean – yeah. It, and Brady, a lot it was him. You kind of got the feeling he was the one that was kind of stirring it up out there. Got quarterback sneak, and then you know there'd no, be a I know. push, a little shove, and you know I, I'm like I go. He's either trying to send a message of some kind to this team, but he came out of there fired up after the first one where they hit him. He came right back with that 13 yard run and went flying <laughs> down the field and. Maybe I'll go the other way. Maybe I'll just go, this is the greatest running quarterback yeah. we've seen since Michael Vick. Mm. And I'll get my own video. That'll be good. Uh, I got Bruce Arians coming up at the top of the hour. Give me like an inside uh, question or jargon that I could use with Arians that he'll go, oh, okay. What do you want to know? And inside, you got to ask him about the uh, the heart palpitation thing he's got on his chest, you know, whatever that thing is, he's, he's got some good answers for that is um, his whole thing. Okay. The, the Brady stuff will be brilliant. So what, what do I want you to ask him about? Just, just uh, so he thinks I've watched the all 22 that I've, I've watched some film. Yeah. I haven't watched the offense yet. I've just been watching the defense so far. So I, that's I think even pass, better. That's even better. That if I yeah, something different. The, 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 the pass protection. I, I, I think when you watch the Bucks right now, that they that Brady can stand and hold the ball about as long as I've ever seen in his career. I mean, he really looks like he has he has time back there to, to make it work. And that that stinks. But the, the other part of it was the turnovers in the first in the first game against the you know, the Saints. That was really unusual that that they turned it over like that. I don't think he helped me there. I don't I don't think he's going I didn't help you much because I hadn't seen the tape. I, you want me to give you something on the defense? Well you could have said, that, you know, in Dominican Sue and, and Vita Vea, yeah. you know, they, they go back into coverage and then you'll send the corners. Both slot blitzes coming out. Uh Richard Sherman was in man coverage. Man, he was hold playing, on, I'm writing this down. Slot. Richard Sherman had yeah. Dawson Knox in man coverage across the field and got the pick. And so is he a safety now? Is he a corner? You know, what is it? What do you see the future as here? Mm. Is this, this mm. one of those uh, Woodson kind of transitional shifts? You know, you could be on this thing, man. Okay. You could right. you could get on that. All right. Okay. And, and if he doesn't yeah. like the question, I'm going to say, yeah, I shouldn't have listened to Collins' work. <laughs> 
So <laughs> just totally under the bus. Absolutely. This, this Absolutely. I've been living under the bus this week. Absolutely. Just, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, have fun on Sunday night. Great to talk to you again. My best to the family. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Dan. Yeah. See you, That's Chris Collinsworth. NBC Sunday Night Football. He'll be with Mike Tirico, so he will not hear the following on Sunday night. And there he goes. Yes, Noel Michaels. Uh, Football Night in America starts at 7 Eastern, kickoff at 8.20. Play of the day is next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, my God. The play, the play, play. of the day. Check this out. Stafford, play fix, boots out to his left, looking deep. He's got Van Jefferson, and Van brings it in at the goal line. Middle of the field, touchdown LA! What a rocket shot from Matthew Stafford. Saw it coming all the way. Courtesy of the Rams Radio Network, Stafford, six touchdown passes of 50 yards or longer this season. Most of the NFL, he's thrown 33 touchdown passes this year. His best single-season total was 2011 when he threw for 41. That's your play of the day brought to you by Masterclass. You want to sing like Mariah Carey, cook like Gordon Ramsay? The gift of Masterclass, unlimited access to online classes from the world's best. Now you can give one annual Masterclass membership and get one free at masterclass.com slash Patrick. Terms apply. Our poll question today, McLovin, is... Who is more likely to reach the Super Bowl, the Los Angeles Rams or the Arizona Cardinals? The Rams jump out on top about 60-40. Okay. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Andrew in Washington leads us off. Hi, Andrew. What's on your mind? 5-7. Winter layered, 165. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Good morning, guys. Hey, I wanted to weigh in on the poll question and then just have a question for you. All right. Um, so first, I take the um, Rams to go to the Super Bowl because I feel they have a decided advantage in coaching with Sean McVay over Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. Sean McVay's been there before, so mm-hmm. um, Cliff has a ways to go in my mind. Um, my question to you is, um, how do you think not having any NFL teams clinching a playoff spot with four weeks to go in the season for the first time since 2017 – will affect teams' abilities to rest their stars, sort of like Aaron Rodgers with his toe or uh, Tampa Bay with Tom Brady. They're both 10-3 and in the NFC. Well, I think you've got a lot of fan bases involved now because you're not going to rest players with your team with an outside chance of making the playoffs. I do think it makes it tougher. If, if Tampa secures home field advantage, then Green Bay may rest Aaron Rodgers. But until then, Green Bay's probably going to roll the dice and play Aaron Rodgers in these four games. you got Baltimore. They've got Detroit. They've got Minnesota. 
Uh, who's the other team that uh, Green Bay plays? I think two in the division, but I don't know if you get to Minnesota and or Detroit, and uh, if if Tampa has it locked up, then it might be a little bit different there. Uh, so Baltimore, Cleveland is in there. That's the uh, so two against the AFC North, and then two within their division. I don't know if you rest Aaron Rodgers with that possibility of having home field advantage. And I'm not sure whose call that's going to be because Rodgers is probably going to say, hey, I can go out there and play. That's where you have to have one of those honest, hey, you and me, let's just sit down and talk about this. Coach, quarterback, if, would it help you? How much would it help you to sit you down for a game? But if you have a chance for a home field advantage, I guess you want to have home field advantage over a rested toe, I guess. You know, but the thing is, is Rodgers is not affected when he throws because if you watch him throw, he doesn't he doesn't lean into his throws like other quarterbacks do. It hurts him when you make him run. And that's where if I'm a defense, I got to put some pressure on him. And I said this a couple of weeks ago, and I said, how do you not blitz Aaron Rodgers? Make him run. What was the game? It wasn't Chicago. Was it the previous week? Or maybe it was two weeks prior, McLevin? Uh, that he struggled? No, that yeah. they didn't blitz him. Was oh, it the Rams, right? Two weeks ago, the Rams. And I said, what? blitz him. You got a toe injury. Make him run. I can't let him just sit in the pocket. Yeah, McLevin. He, over the last three weeks since the toe thing came up, he has 10 touchdowns and zero picks. <laughs> you know, there are people who are saying it's sort of a Roethlisberger situation where he is telling us about his injury, and maybe it's not as dire as it sounds. Well, okay. How often does Rodgers tell you about his injuries? I can't remember any. Okay. Ben usually is a week. He'll give you his update, his injury update. You don't have to look in the paper. You know, injury update, Ben Roethlisberger, ribs. You just say, hey, Ben, how you feeling? Uh, my neck. I'm a passing shoulder. Knee. I got it all. That's how he starts his press conference. Yeah. Said, hey, guys, thanks for coming. All right, let's get to the injuries. <laughs> got a shoulder and knee. I, because there are times when Mike Tomlin doesn't know that Ben has told the Football Night in America crew about his injuries. That's happened before. Prior to a game on Sunday night, and Al and Chris started talking about it, somebody asked Mike Tomlin, he goes, I, I don't know anything <laughs> about it. So Ben can give you an injury update. Rodgers doesn't strike me as a, a drama queen when it comes to, let me tell you, just in case I don't play well, these are some of the reasons why. Rodgers is normally playing great football. And you know what? He showed his toe on McAfee's show and you know maybe having a little bit of fun and probably going to need off-season surgery. But it's a pinky toe. Yeah, McClellan. Any chance he sneaks into the MVP like one sure. final three. Yeah. I mean, if, if Brady struggles against the Saints, Rodgers has a couple of big performances, you're going to face the uh, Rams, uh, or you're going to face the Ravens. You know, got a chance. Big game. Uh, Cleveland also. Like, I don't You know, I guess it just depends on Brady, because if Brady plays well then I don't think it's going to matter with Aaron Rodgers. And I do think when he missed the game against Kansas City, that that'll be held against him. Bruce Arians 
He'll join us and the Heisman Trophy winner, Bryce Young, coming up. One more item as we close out Hour 1 this holiday season, a season of giving, but make sure it's not a season of taking by cyber criminals. They're looking to cash in some tips to help you stay safe while holiday shopping include visiting secure sites and apps from retailers that you trust, using a VPN instead of public Wi-Fi, creating strong passwords, and checking your bank and credit accounts for fraud. Every day we put so much information at risk on the Internet and in an instant a cyber criminal could steal what's yours. That's why it's great. LifeLock is there to help detect a wide range of identity threats, like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information has potentially been compromised, they send you an alert. You have access to a dedicated restoration specialist. If you become a victim, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year using the promo code PATRICK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to lifelock.com, promo code Patrick, for 25% off.